is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Welcome to the mailbag, a very special edition of the Saturday mailbag. It's Jamie's first mailbag of the year. Maybe his last mailbag of the year. Maybe. We shall see. You didn't get him. I didn't even say anything, but Jamie wasn't on the, uh, hey, just in case you didn't notice, Jamie wasn't on the Friday podcast. But, That's right. I wasn't. <laughs> but here he is. It's I'm Friday making up for lost time. 3.30 p.m. And we got news on Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook and such. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that, but we got mostly your emails. Fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Ready for the weekend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I on Fantasy Football. Jamie's hosting it on Saturday night. Listen to it with Heath Cummings. Uh, on CBS Sports Radio, on Sirius Channel 206, or on CBSSportsRadio.com. Email of the day. Oh, oh, DFS. You got your lineups? Two of them. You join in our free roll? Always. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Yes. Free this week. Uh, I have such an awesome, an awesome conundrum with DFS, and I can't wait to talk about it. All right, okay. anyway, that's later in the show. Troy from Chico, California has our email of the day. Subject line, Jamie's terrible commissioner decision. Okay. Hello, Ahmad, Randy, John, and Chris. Apparently these are great Vikings wide receivers. Okay. Ahmad Rashad. Randy Moss, John Gilliam, and Chris Carter. Prior to the start of the season, Jamie, I'm fairly certain it was him. If it wasn't, I'd take it all back. It was him. Uh, used his commissioner powers to not let an owner draft Alvin Kamara number one overall. How's that decision looking now? I was in disbelief. About this dictator, know-it-all type of <laughs> type of commissioner attitude. If I were in that league, I would have got the hell out as fast as I could. Right, Heath? Four weeks into the season, Kamara is the number one fantasy running back in most leagues, possibly even the number one fantasy player in the whole NFL. If the owner wanted to draft Kenyon Drake or Alex Collins, etc., I could see his point. However, Kamara was a top five to eight draft pick in most leagues. And who is Jamie to say which top eight guy should be going number one? Would he have allowed Saquon Barkley to be drafted number one? Melvin Gordon? I'm sure he would have let the owner take David Johnson number one, and Kamara is running circles around David Johnson. My point is commissioners should not be telling owners who they should be drafting, and hopefully Jamie has learned something from this experience. I agree 1,000%, but this was not a league. This was a mock draft. This was also prior to Mark Ingram's four-game suspension. So it was, it was, ah. so this was uh, a draft that we were doing for our consumers. And I felt at the time as somebody who has to write about the mock draft and present this draft to our users, that it did not make sense to take Alvin Kamara ahead of Todd Gurley at the time ahead of Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, and the aforementioned David Johnson. Uh, if this was a league that we were playing out, there is no way I would have stopped the owner from drafting whoever they wanted, but because it was a, a, uh, a piece of content that we use to show how a draft should go. Right. And at the time, the circumstances were being being what they were. I did not feel that Kamara should go first. It was not a commissioner using commissioner powers. It was a writer using writer powers, and that's how and that draft unfolded. those are more important unfolded. than commissioner powers, writer uh, powers. Yes. I mean, look, if, if we were doing the draft a week before the season started, I would have let that go. Oh, okay. As a mock draft. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, Troy. I hope you learned your lesson, Troy. Jamie has his reasons for everything. Injuries, news, and notes. Alex Collins practiced in full. Joe Mixon will play, and Giovanni Bernard will not play. Gio is out two to four weeks. Mixon or Yeldon? Gone back and forth on this. I'm going to go Yeldon just because I'm a little bit concerned with what happens if Mixon's not right. You know, it seems like this is the early side of the initial report. It was two to four weeks for him also with his MCL 
injury. Uh, I don't know if Gio's having surgery. Mixon did. So you just wonder if he's ready for what we saw prior to going, prior to him going down. So. Well, he's in my FanDuel lineup, so. He's a good, I, I, I don't know if he's in the contrarian realm, but he's probably in closer to that than he is a must play. Uh, Dalvin Cook did not practice. He should be a game time decision. I don't think we want to start a Vikings running back, right? No, I, I mean, look, Latavius, if he is the guy, you could put him in that number three category, but yeah. I just don't see it being a good situation for him. Chris Carson will play this week. Randall Cobb is out, but Devontae Adams looks like he will play against Friday afternoon, 3.30 Eastern. Um, and Green Bay is hopeful that Geronimo Allison will play. So quick read on that situation. I mean, it'd be fantastic if he, had, if, if both guys go. Um, look, Adams plays, you're starting him. You know, whether he's your number one, number two, if you play three receivers, it's hard to bench Devontae Adams. Allison would be, uh, a great player to use, you know, because, oh, yeah. you know, look, we're not going to make light of concussions, but it's not a hamstring or a knee or, you know, calf like Adams is dealing with. If he's out there, he's out there to go. And so he, you know, if he's the number one guy because Cobb's out, then, you're firing up Allison in every league. If if he's the number two, as we saw last week, he can still give you a good game. And then this puts uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling still in the in the conversation if everybody's out because you got to go pick him up right now. Yeah, I mentioned Ty Montgomery as a sleeper. Great call too. On Friday, yeah, I don't know if I feel that way if Allison plays. If two of the receivers, play I, I think the only way Montgomery becomes startable is if Marquez Valdez Scantling is the number one receiver for the Packers. Not Devontae Adams. If they're all out, oh. Montgomery becomes well, fantastic. I feel like if you have, like, I would rather start, pretty much no matter what the circumstances are, I'd probably start him over, in PPR, over Latavius Murray. Montgomery. Yeah. Agreed. He would. Yeah. Right. So it was more of like a, people were so I, I'll desperate take a step further. If, if those three receivers are out. No, I, I'm, I'm saying no matter who's in or out. Like You're saying if Adams plays. If Adams plays, I would start Montgomery over Murray. I think you can make an argument that, Fine. I'm not, not sure if I'm as aggressive with it as you are, but I think if the, all three Packers receivers are out, I'll play Montgomery over LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. that's not a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm being too aggressive because Murray should, I mean, Murray didn't get any work when Cook was out because they got blown out, but, uh, nah, they both suck. It's a good run defense that the Vikings are facing. So it, I yeah. Great run defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Jets cornerback Tremaine Johnson is out this week. It's a pretty big deal. And does it make you more optimistic about Sanders or Thomas? I don't think it impacts Sanders because Sanders will play inside more so. It, it should help Thomas, but, you know, unless he's being, getting a reincarnation version of, reincarnated version of Peyton Manning as the football player. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but, just how about a reincarnated version of Demarius Thomas, the football player? <laughs> true. Uh, emails now at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. I have over 30 of them, so here we go. From Eric. This is in all caps, Jamie. Uh, I was going to yell, but I don't think I can. I was going to, like, step back. I'm, st- nah, forget it. I'm starting Ty Montgomery over Kenyon Drake this week. Try and talk me out of it. No, do it. Do it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And let the English see you do it. This is from Dave. Hey, a group of four guys' names that are pretty famous for something. I drafted only one quarterback with the intention of taking late-round flyers on the other positions, but I drafted Russell Wilson. Ten-team PPR league. Most teams carry two quarterbacks. Some have three. Uh, last year, not one trade was made in my league. My question <laughs> is, should I drop Russell Wilson for Andy Dalton? I could also pick up Carr, Winston, Flacco. Yes. At this point, you're playing to win. So Dalton not only has a great matchup this week, his next three games are awesome. I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it's Pittsburgh, Atlanta. No, he played Atlanta. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, and there's one more. Oh, Kansas City. 
And Winston has the Falcons next week. And Winston has the Falcons next week. Those but are the he, two but, I would grab. He's getting two, or just no, he one? can grab one. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like when you're reading this email, I was thinking, um, do you remember I told you I drafted one quarterback in the league with my last pick, and it was Baker Mayfield? And I, there was keeper ramifications involved with this, but I dropped Mayfield. Um, I'm hopeful to still get him again at this point to keep him. I'm the only one that could keep him because you can only keep players that are drafted. Oh, okay. Um, you're not the only one who can roster him. You're the only one can keep I'm the only one that could keep him yeah, for yeah. 2019. Uh, I've been playing the streaming route and I've ended up with Dalton, who I'm going to ride for the next few weeks. Four and oh. And I couldn't be happier with how this played itself out because it's so easy to find quarterbacks this season. Man, three of Dalton's next four matchups. Now there's a buy in there. But three of his next four matchups are against the three worst teams against quarterbacks. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, and then there's New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans, I'm sorry. No, but you were right. Kansas City is in there, but they're only seventh worst against quarterbacks. (laughs) So Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, three of them at home. Holy cow, Andy Dalton. That's awesome. Um, all right, uh, another email here. Uh, one more injury note for the Bengals. Uh, John Ross is out. Yes. Also, so for what that's worth. Uh, I think Tyler Boyd's a, a nice bargain on FanDuel. Yes. Uh, Heath said on our fantasy football today show, which I did show up for, um, uh, video show, video show. Uh-huh. He said that the pricing has not caught up with some of these players yet. Yeah. Boyd being one of them. So ride it. Molly's hot. There's so many players that I like though. Like there are just so it's tough, right? Many, yeah. It's very yeah. tough. I mean, it's in one sense, it's easy because you're probably going to put together a lineup that you like, but in the other sense, you're leaving so many good players. Like I want to try, if I were doing multiple lineups, which I do, you can only do one for the free roll. If I were doing multiple lineups, I would have some Philip Lindsay, mm-hmm. some Carrion Johnson, um, some Aaron Jones for sure. Uh, but as of now, my free roll lineup does not have any of those guys. My uh, my home run play for this week is Derrick Henry. Right, and he's right in that same price range, a little cheaper than Lindsay yep. and Aaron Jones. Uh, I know Nick Costos likes him too, and Nick Costos has a great punt play. Uh, I was listening to the Pick Six podcast, which you all should listen to, of Martavis Bryant. He's like dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. So um, if you if you need like someone really, really cheap, Mark Davis Bryant. Uh, Chris, I am in wide receiver three wasteland. Demarius Thomas, Taewon Taylor, or Kiki QT? I like Taylor. Uh, we've seen the secondary receiver for Buff- against Buffalo have big games because Tredavious White tends to follow the number one guy. If you're looking at the Titans, that's Corey Davis. So with what the targets were for him last week, I think it's it, it's a good roll of dice. I'm playing him in a couple leagues myself. Also overheard on the Pick 6 podcast, R.J. White, uh, who has been on this podcast, was talking about how bad the Bills' pass defense is statistically. It's like twice as bad as the second-worst pass defense in the NFL. So a Mariota lineup might not be the worst thing. If they throw it, though, that's the thing. Yeah, it's true. Volume, I think, is key with this. From Joseph, who can I trade Dalvin Cook for and Josh Gordon? And can I drop... Josh Gordon. I would have told you in some 10 team leagues, yes, prior to last night, but you see what the upside could be with him. Yeah. You know, they're going to start playing him more. Yes. I mean, he's their big play guy. He's, yeah. He's what I thought Chris Holden would be. Don't drop Josh Gordon now. Yeah. Um, Cook, what's Cook's value right now? Low, very low. Uh, you're not going to get fair value in return for him. You know, if you want to see if you can get the, the thing I think that we, we, we see with a lot of fantasy teams, especially smaller leagues, is the people that have picked up Calvin Ridley, Tyler Boyd, um, Sterling Shepard, who was you know dropped early in the season? Um, trying to think of other receivers. I would have said range. Mike Williams, though he's coming off a dud. Corey Davis, Corey you know, was Davis. dropped in some leagues. His ownership was like in the eighties. Um, those players are probably on a lot of benches in leagues, and so for you, if you have running backs that can cover you to replace Cook, try to acquire one of those receivers. 
the, the hot streaks are going to end at some point, but I don't think it's going to be sustainable. Those guys are playing great. From Brian, dear Marlon, Robert, Jordan, and Naeem. <laughs> I recently traded Calvin Ridley for carry on Johnson. Your thoughts? I like it. You know, this is again, type of move you want to make. You're giving up a guy who is going to play very well in Calvin Ridley rest of season, but is he going to score all these touchdowns consistently? No. Um, and I Car- like it for both sides. This is a Agreed. Good yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think you, uh, you got a bad player either way. I, I don't think you had a slam dunk either way. You know, it's, it's one of those things where if carry on Johnson continues to progress, I feel like I have to say his first and last name every time. Like carry on Johnson, yes. of course. It's well, just, you could just say carry on, right? But I feel like I, I say feel it. like there's a joke about carry on luggage. <laughs> like there's an overhead compartment joke. You know, his carry on luggage is it's Legarrette Blunt. We <laughs> <laughs> um, need to check Legarrette Blunt. <laughs> no, I think. I mean, I would rather have carry on Johnson, and I love Calvin Ridley, but I'm still optimistic that Johnson can be a player that we're talking about in the second round next year or the third round. Yes. They just, just turn him loose. He looks really good. He does. He gets really dinged up. In college, he had a terrible injury history, not in terms of missing games, but it was always like an ailment. So I know that Dave was a little hesitant with him preseason for that, so keep that in mind. It could be why the Lions are not giving him it that could forward be. look. But he's just so much better than He Blunt. just looks smooth when he runs. It's yeah. re- really nice watching him play. Uh From Fletcher, grade the trade. Give up Mahomes and Ridley. Get Breeze and Devontae Adams. A plus. That's a good trade. From Jeremy, pick two in non-PPR. Powell, Ingram, Carrion, Eckler. Ingram and Carrion. Carrion Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> From Zach, I am the Fournette owner in a 12-team non-PPR keeper league. We keep three. I was out waivered for Yeldon a few weeks ago. Waivers suck, use fab. Uh, the Yeldon owner is now offering Yeldon and Alfred Morris for my Royce Freeman. My running back depth is abysmal. Barber, Ro- uh, Ronald Jones... And Chase Edmonds. So I'm afraid to give up this asset in Royce Freeman. So he has Fournette. He'd basically be giving up Freeman. He'd be giving up Freeman for Yeldon and Alfred Morris. I think you have to do it because the Jaguars running backs are probably going to be better than Royce Freeman. So what you're getting from those two guys, you'd rather have that than worrying about Freeman. So I would make that trade. I don't think it's going to be a timeshare when Fournette's back. I think they'll... Give it to him. Right? right, but at least you know you have – you just pass the torch. It, it goes – one guy goes in your lineup, the other one goes out the minute that Fournette's healthy. Do you have any water with you? I don't. Time to drink. i got to say Pete Prisco's name. <laughs> also overheard on the Pick 6 podcast. I love – the Friday episode was so good. Um, Prisco was talking about how the – he's he watched film of the Jaguars and he doesn't really think they're playing that well defensively yet. Uh, like he mentioned Ngakwe. I don't remember. Miles Jack. Miles Jacket yep. of guys that haven't taken the next step yes. that he thought they would, and mm-hmm. he thinks that they need to be challenged. So yes. he's pumped. He said this on our on our fantasy football today video show as well that he thinks they're a team that gets a little bit lackadaisical when they're playing a team like the Jets, for example. I have an unknown caller. Do you pick those up? Uh, I have three children, so whenever I see an unknown call, mm-hmm. I, I tend yeah. to. I'm, I'll let it go. Yeah. I'll leave a message. Yeah, so I want to see if the uh, Jaguars play even better defense. It's going to be a fun game. It really is. Yeah, um, I can't. I hope it's a four. Is it a four? Uh, it's a featured CBS game, so right. I'm going to guess yes. Beautiful. Uh, from Kevin, in a town where the American Revolution started. That that would be Lexington, I believe, right? Dear uh, Stephen, Deshaun, D'Angelo, and Christian. Stephen, Deshaun, D'Angelo, and Christian. Oh, those gotta be Panthers running backs. Uh, Steven Davis, Davis. Deshaun Foster. Uh Good job. I'm, yes! I'm 0-4 in my family league. I need a dub. Bad. Okay. I have high floor options at wide receiver. Who should I flex? PPR. Corey Davis, Doug Baldwin, Matt Breida. 
I'd go Brita. I mean, the Cardinals allow the most fantasy points to opposing running back, so he's. But you know why? Why? Because they are they. No team has seen more carries than the Cardinals. Five more than any other team. Yeah, but I think you just buy into the situation. Like there, there's no slam dunk here. Yeah. So I'd go Brita. From Ralph. Hi, Ty, Carl, Al, and Judge Smales. Come on, dude. It's Caddyshack. Oh. Standard League. I don't remember the characters' names. I'm sorry. You need to watch. You need to watch Caddyshack again. I've it, watched it Caddyshack. Up. I just don't remember the names. Judge Smales. Uh, standard scoring league. Another owner offered me Fournette for my Le'Veon Bell. I, he has Connor and I have Yeldon. Who would you rather have Fournette or Bell? Bell. I you think like he's going to be on the field sooner. So why don't you give him Yeldon for Connor? No, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Uh, what's up, Devante, Samuel, and John? This is from Matt, New Jersey, by the way. Those are Adams. I'm looking for the regulators. I don't have my music. To help restore order in what can only be described as a league that's turning into Lord of the Flies. We had a team accidentally drop a player. They claimed it was a mistake, and our commission changed it back, which I don't agree with, and most of the league was not happy about. Then another team made an accidental drop and didn't get overcorrected, and didn't get corrected, mainly due to the fact that the commissioner had so much negative feedback on the one he did reverse. Uh, one of the fantasy teams involved in the situation is notoriously shady. This accidental drop happens routinely in our baseball league. While the other team's, team's owner probably genuinely made a mistake. Do you take into consideration previous fantasy track records into how you resolve issues? Help us restore order. I mean, you have to if you're playing this league with people you know. Because you're making a judgment call on someone's character. You're not making a judgment call on something that they did. Man, you know what? The problem is, Kamish, if you did it for the first guy, you got to do it for the second guy. I don't care what the feedback is. Like, let those people be babies about it. I would agree with that. Yes. You know, and then you you overturn them both. All right. I wonder is that this yeah. is do you find like with our site that this is something that happens? I never see this happen. Accidental drop? Yes. Cuz with I mean we have like two false fail safes before you have to No, um Must be other sites, right? I guess so. Yeah, you do have to confirm a drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, plus we play with smart people. Uh this is from Merv in an island in Hawaii. You've been to Hawaii? I have. Give me an island. Uh Kauai. Dear Ladanian, Larry and Marshall. Running backs? Falk, Johnson, and Tomlinson? Yeah, that works for me. We're, we're back in the mid-2000s, or, you know, the mid-aughts, two, like 2005, whatever. I have to pick two flexes. Eckler, Carrion Johnson, Kenny Stills. I'd go with the two running backs. Stills could have a big game this week, but it's so hard to, you know, gauge with the targets and how low they've been. All right, so get into our FanDuel contest. Uh, I don't think there's a limit on the entries, but, you, but it's only one per person. But you've got time to enter. Uh, it's the Sunday main slate, the 1 o'clock and the 4 o'clock games, Eastern Time. And you go there, you go to FanDuel.com slash FFT. We are giving away $1,000 in prizes. This is exclusive for our listeners. First place takes home 100 bucks, So it's free. This is I, They're doing this because, you know, usually, usually it's a $5 contest, but FanDuel is doing this because they want you, if you haven't tried FanDuel, to give it a shot. You can do it for free at FanDuel.com slash FFT. Also at that URL. Make your first deposit and get a $20 bonus. FanDuel.com slash FFT. That's for the free roll. And a $20 bonus on your first deposit. FanDuel.com slash FFT. What? I sent you a G-chat. You sent me a G-chat? Yeah. All right, we'll keep this on the air. <laughs> um, no, the answer to your G-chat question is no. Jamie points to his computer 
and expects me to know what that means. I guess I should have known what that means. I thought it was, hey, I've got a breaking news update. I'm going to read it from my computer. Um, I was wrong. I was dead wrong. More emails. Um, let's see. We got McCall. I have Aaron Rodgers. I need running backs in a PPR league. I give up Andrew Luck and Keelan Cole. I get Naeem Hines and Chicago's DST. PPR. Um, you're probably giving up too much, but if you're in that desperate need of running backs, look, as we talked about, it's hard to trade quarterbacks here. So, uh, I, I would aim a little bit higher than Naheem Hines because this feels a little bit of a trap situation with him because when Marlon Mack comes back, when T.Y. Hilton comes back, remember his two best games have come with Hilton in and out of the lineup and then missing a game. So those targets are going to get distributed to Hilton as well. From Simon in a West Coastal Canadian city, parentheses Vancouver. I'm going to go Vancouver. Let's go Vancouver. Greetings, Barry, Bernie, Emmanuel, and Colonel. Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Also, I almost read that as Colonel. In this league, <laughs> keepers cost one round higher than they were drafted. As such, we can't keep first rounders. Third rounder this year equals a second rounder next year. I got offered, right, pen and paper here, fifth round carry on Johnson and an 11th round DJ Moore. Now, this is their value right now or their value next year? I think now. Okay. For a first round Le'Veon Bell and Isaiah Crowell eighth round. So I guess that means he can't keep Bell. So he would give up Bell and Crowell, get carry on Johnson and DJ Moore in a keeper league. He's getting Bell or giving Bell? Giving Bell. Yeah. Giving Bell and Crowell. Mm-hmm. They Ryan for carry on Johnson and DJ Moore, two rookies. I think the question you have to ask yourself is if you're competitive, will carry on Johnson from week eight on, be better than Le'Veon Bell? Will he be better than Le'Veon Bell from week five on? Well, you know you're getting that value now. Who would you rather have? You also have their bye week, I believe, is week six. Detroit's next week. Who would you rather have rest of season? I'd rather have Le'Veon Bell. But if you're not competitive, if your team's out of it, then you're acquiring some pretty good assets there. He wants to know how you feel about DJ Moore, his future. I thought that he would be the best Panthers receiver this season. I was very optimistic about him, but... Uh, according to Drink P. Prisco, when he was with the Panthers in the preseason, uh, and this was toward the end of the preseason, they sort of indicated to him that he hit a little bit of a rookie wall, and we've yet to see him punch through that. Now, coming off their bye week, maybe they've designed some more things for him, but Curtis Samuel's getting healthy for the Panthers. Greg Olson's getting healthy for them. It's hard to say he's going to have a great rookie season, but long-term for yeah, a 10th right, or 11th round pick, I yeah. think it's worth the investment. I don't know how many people you're keeping, but yeah, I mean, more hang on him as a talented guy. Yep. Uh, Riley from... A city by the bay. I was going to sing Journey. I, I held back. San Francisco. Dear Robin, Barney, Ted, and Marshall, How I Met Your Mother. Ten team, half PPR. Who do I flex? Boyd, Chris Thompson, Sanders, Eckler, Peterson. Comes down to the first two for me. You said half PPR? Yeah, Boyd or Chris Thompson. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Boyd. We saw – here's the thing with Thompson, and I I got in trouble with this the last time the Redskins played. It was against the uh, – Packers. No, I'm sorry, Packers, excuse me. Against the Packers in week three. And I thought Packers offense would come to play. Redskins chasing points. We're going to see a lot more Thompson than Peterson. They're coming off their bye week. I think they'll stay with the Saints. I think the Saints will win. I think game flow will be in Thompson's favor. But there's always the chance that they get off to a good start running the ball and Peterson goes nuts. So I'm going to go just avoid the Redskins running backs to be safe and Boyd without Tyler Eifert, without John Ross, hopefully more targets, no Bobby McCain, no Cameron Wake for the Dolphins either. So uh, they're down William Hayes and Cam Wake. That's going to be a bad situation for that defense. Okay, 12-team half PPR from Alex in New York. Joe Mixon or Aaron Jones this week? 
I think they're almost back to back. I'm very aggressive with my ranking of Aaron Jones this week, given that he's in timeshare. It's almost like how I felt with Carryon Johnson last week. That That's exactly uh, what it reminded me um, of, actually. Yeah. And you could say I was right or I was wrong uh, where I had him ranked. I thought he would play well. He gave you a good fantasy day, but not a great fantasy day, which is where I had him ranked, and that's where I have Aaron Jones ranked, which is right outside the top 12. I have Mixon a little bit higher. So given the workload for Mixon, I think he's worth it. Uh, how about Jason from Long Island? Dalvin Cook, Alshon Jeffrey, Shepard, Calvin Ridley, Philip Lindsay. He could start two of them. So we'll eliminate Cook. So start two of these four. Alshon, Sterling Shepard, Ridley, and Philip Lindsay. I'd go with Shepard and, and Ridley. Um, Shepard's been great without Ingram, Evan, yeah. Evan Ingram there, who's been ruled out. And there is a, if, if you wanted a pattern of great number one wide receiver, Good number two wide receiver and a team that gives you an example of how it goes. There is no better blueprint than the Panthers. Prior to their bye week, they played the Falcons and the Bengals. They did a good job on AJ Green. Oh yeah, yeah. Good job on Julio Jones. That's why he's. In, that's why Shepard's in my fan. Ridley went off. Mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd went off. Yep. Stoney Shepard should go off. Yep. Uh, and Cole Beasley had like seven for seventy out of the slot against the Panthers in Week One. Yes, but so, they don't have a great. Wide no, receiver. but it's, I'm thinking you. it's slot. Yes, I thought you know? that was the the march to ninety. Yeah, <laughs> little did we know it was all about the Panthers. Uh, this is from, I don't know, Ryan. Dear Anthony, Tim, Caleb, and Percy. Marvin's. Those are Gators. Anthony. Tebow, Percy. Who's Anthony? Is there a Caleb? Uh, Caleb Sturgis. Okay. Who's Anthony? I have no idea. I'm liking on you sh- you Antonio. Should. There's Antonio. I feel like Anthony is one of their wide receivers. I'm starting Lynch and Brita as my running backs, Julio as my wide receiver one. Who should I play at wide receiver two and flex? Baldwin, D.D. Westbrook, Crowder, Taewon Taylor, Ty Montgomery, Dalvin Cook. Man, it would have been nice to put Dalvin Cook in there, wouldn't it? Um, D.D. Westbrook would be one. And then it comes down to, do you feel like Jamison Crowder can take advantage of the Saints secondary like uh, Sterling Shepard did last week? And... um you know, they're down uh, Robinson in their secondary. I just can't trust them. Uh, Josh Doxon probably not going to play, though, so maybe we get a few more targets for him. Mm, but uh, interesting. I probably would take a chance on Taiwan Taylor. Okay. Over Baldwin. No, yeah, I just can't trust him. You know what? No, I'm going to go Crowder. I just think with uh, the volume that he may see, this could be another good game for him. Ryan from D.C. Dear Herb, Mel, Chuck, and Bob. Herb, Mel, Chuck, and Bob. Yeah, I don't know. I gave up Ezekiel Elliott for David Johnson and Keenan Allen in a half PPR league. Great it. Gave up Zeke, got David Johnson and Keenan Allen. I want to say C right now. I'm, oh, no, really? I'm going to say C right now. Chance to become an A. Well, you can't do that. That's a cop out. What is that cop out? You got to grade the trade now. So it's a C. I think it's a B. I think it's a solid B. Also, I have no idea who these people are. Um, not, not, I know who Ezekiel and David Johnson came out are. I meant Herb, Mel, Chuck, and Bob. From Brent, dear Pat, Jason, Cameron, and Dumaine. I don't know. Uh, Jarvis, Landry, Corey Davis, Tyler Boyd, sit one. Uh, Sitting Davis? Corey Davis. Uh, Joshua in the north. Hey, Adam and the others. Wow. That was, a, that was the original name of the podcast, That's by right. the way. <laughs> Half PPR, start two of these guys. Um, and there is Naeem Hines here. So I'm just going to guess he didn't start him. Uh, Aaron Jones, Jay Ajayi, Larry Fitzgerald, Robert Woods, George Kittle. Needs two? Yeah. Aaron Jones and Robert Woods. Yeah. I hope you didn't start Hines. Max from Hines San was, Diego. Did say with format? Half PPR. He wasn't bad. Yeah, but he would have made the wrong decision. You got to start Woods and 
Uh, I guess you could, you could debate Hines and Jones. Um, dear Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Keith, I have Al- Alvin Kamara, Andrew Brees, and Mark Ingram on my standard scoring team. Do I start Ingram over Marshawn Lynch in the flex? I have it ranked that way. Um, if you want to just break things up a little bit, sure. Play Lynch. They're, I think they're very close in my ranking, so um, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. But this is this is Drew Brees day. He's going for the record. He's going for the record. Home primetime. Like I said on the Friday show, I don't think they had a Monday night or Sunday night home game last year. Because I was trying to do the research. It's pretty good, how him in primetime. It's not good. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. great. It's it's not nearly as good as Roethlisberger home in primetime, at least in the last, like, four years. And we know how that turned out last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, no, I, I just think um, – uh, Drink, Pete Prisco said on, on uh, Fantasy Football Today this week that – Sean Payton has a track record of when he's been in these spots. Like, well, he, like a record? Yeah, he said there – he referenced one game. I forget what it was that they pulled Breeze because the game was out of hand. And then they realized that he was like a touchdown away from a record and then he let him come back in uh, and throw it. Yeah. Yeah, Sean Payton plays fantasy football. Uh, and Sean Payton goes to games. like well, Not football games because he can't. But he goes to baseball games and he loves concerts. Sean Payton loves concerts. And when he goes – he uses SeatGeek. Also, I should stop saying that because Sean Payton is not endorsing this project. A product. I am just making this up. But I use SeatGeek when I go to concerts, when I go to comedy, theater, and of course, when I go to sports. Use it for any type of those live events and every purchase is fully guaranteed and shop around. You know what? Like, I don't want to tell you to look at competitors and whatnot, but I have and I'm telling you that SeatGeek gives you the best prices. So you don't, you don't even have to. Just don't waste your time. SeatGeek will save you time. It will save you money. It's a terrific app, and I tell people about it all the time. I am currently helping people get tickets for the game today. Um, we're really excited about it, and SeatGeek's been sending me notifications as the prices have dropped, and I love the app, and I want you to love it too. And I want you to save some money with 20 bucks off your first purchase. Use the promo code FFT. The promo code is FFT on your first SeatGeek purchase, $20 off. All right, finish up with a few more emails, then we'll talk DFS. And this is from Brian. Non-PPR, Yeldon, Hyde, or Landry? Just one? Yeah. Oh, Yeldon. Let's go, Yeldon. From Jordan, if Cook doesn't play, would you start Latavius Murray or Lamar Miller? I'm going to go a step further. If Latavius, Mur- if Dalvin Cook and Lamar Miller don't play because Miller's a game-time decision, I'd play Alfred Blue. Now, the problem with that over is Latavius over Latavius. The problem with that is... It's so a Sunday night game. Yeah. So if you have Lamar Miller, what I would do is I would drop Latavius Murray on Sunday, pick up Alfred Blue, have the Texans combo locked up, and play whoever plays for the Texans. Okay. Steven Montague, uh, choose between these three. Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd. Oh, no. Let's choose three of these four. Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, and Babytron. Galladay. That's Galladay, huh? I never heard that. I figured that must be Galladay. That's an amazing group right there. Brandon Ooh. Cooks, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, and Kenny Galladay. As of now, I have Boyd ranked the lowest, and I believe they're all in my top 20. Hmm. You just, the, the one that makes me the most nervous, honestly, Oh, is, or he can play them. He can play all four of them and sit Mark Ingram. And what's the format? That's such a good question. I don't know. So PPR, I would say yes, sit Mark Ingram. Non-PPR, I'll sit Boyd. You know what? Sit Mark Ingram. Play all four receivers. They're okay. just they're just in such great spots. Dear, some combination. This is from Dave. Uh, I need a flex. I mean, in Dave could have just come and done the podcast with us. There's two questions from him, though. Powell, Collins, Miller, or Stills? Pick one in PPR. Powell, Collins, Miller, Stills. Stills. From Andrew. Grade the trade. 
12 team half PPR. Give up Philip Lindsay and Kenny Stills. Get Devontae Freeman. B. And last one from Todd. Let's do the one from Todd. Todd from Dubuque, Iowa. Dear Kevin, Randall, Jack, and Toby. Kevin, Randall, Jack, and Toby. Um, I feel like we can get this. I, every time I hear Toby, I go Toby McGuire. So I'm, I, I think Toby Gerhardt. Pick two out of three running backs to start this week. Standard scoring. Mixon, Yeldon, Aaron Jones. Oh, that's tough. We gotta sit Jones, right? You have to. Kevin, Randall, Jack, and Toby McGuire. Jack McGuire, Randall McGuire, Kevin McGuire. <laughs> Kevin Gerhardt, Randall Gerhardt. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's talk DFS, Jamie. Sure. So, there are so many good options. And here's where I'm at. It, this will be one of my teams. Um, Yeldon and Mixon are gonna be my running backs. The Tennessee DST. I don't know why they're it's a free not. Space. Like, yeah, they're so <laughs> such a bargain. Um, Sterling Shepard, I could be talked out of him because there are other like I could drop down. I think I think he's more expensive than Kenny Galladay. Um, I'm not sure, but I could I could be talked out of Shepard. But right now I have Shepard. I have Tyler Boyd, who like we said, Heath said pricing hasn't caught up. Drink. And I went with uh, Heath. Yeah, I just said Pete. That sounded like no, I said Heath. Okay. Um, and I went with Jimmy Graham. So again, that's Yeldon and Mixon at running back, Shepard and Boyd at wide receiver. Jimmy Graham at tight end, Tennessee DST. That leaves me with quarterback, wide receiver one, basically, a stud wide receiver, and a flex. So here are my three options. Okay. And I think you really want to have some of this Steelers-Falcons game. Oh, yeah. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley stack. It's pretty fun, right? Mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Kenny Galladay stack. Derek Carr, Antonio Brown, James Conner stack. Or I can replace Conner with Saquon Barkley. So we got a f- three Falcons, Ryan, Julio, and Calvin. Roethlisberger, Brown, and Galladay. Or Carr, Antonio Brown, and I would go with Saquon Barkley over Conner, even though it's the whole stack thing or whatever. I'd rather have Barkley. What do you like? Um, I like the, uh, the one with Galladay. That would be Derek Carr... No, that would be Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Galladay. Mm-hmm. All I, right, I'll, I'll switch it. I have something very similar, but just a couple different players. I had the Falcons stack. I had the Ryan. Like, I'm definitely going to play this. Uh, you know what? I'll leave this for the free roll, and I'll do the Roethlisberger, um, Brown, Galladay combo somewhere else. All right, what do you have? Um, I can give you some good buys and bad buys because uh, later today on Friday um, on CBS Sports HQ, that's what I'll be doing. So I can give – this information now because it will have already aired. What are you giving? Good buys and bad buys on Fandle. What about gotta go buys? Gotta go buys. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Should have called it that. Yes. Uh, but my lineup is, uh, why I said it was similar to what you were saying. I have a Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Golden Tate stack. Okay. Uh, cause Tate's track record against the Packers is just ridiculous. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, but with those three players, I went with TJ Yeldon and Derek Henry. Uh-huh. Um, I like Henry in the half PPR more than some other DFS sites that have a full PPR. Um, but I went with Stephon Diggs because I'm praying that Jalen Mills tries to cover him. Yeah. That's just going to – he's going to light him up. Drink. Pick six podcast <laughs> speculates that uh, it'd be Thielen. But Mills. more Mills. Interesting. But I don't know. that I, Like they're not going to have Darby follow anyone around. So I bet Mills will, ha- will screw up on both of them. Probably. And it doesn't matter. Like Diggs is awesome. Yes. Um, so – 
pick your pick your favorite Vikings receiver. They're about the same price. I think Thielen's a little bit more expensive. Um, I went with uh, Marquez Valdez Gantling because he's cheap at forty eight hundred dollars. Uh, Jared Cook at fifty nine hundred dollars, and uh, Antonio Brown is in my flex with the tight. What if what if like two Packers wide receivers are playing? And you have to get so rid Adams of, and Allison. Yeah, like we saw last week. Yeah, well, and so it's you have just, to get rid of Valdez. Um, I what I would probably do is uh, pivot at tight end and go cheaper at tight end. Okay. Then Jared Cook. Tight end, yeah. Tight end's tough because I really wanted Jeff Swain, but he's not in the right. He's not because yeah. I knew like I'm sure he'd be cheap. I don't you know, know, you I know, know the good cheap one is is Jeff Ironman. Oh, okay. And you know, like like Ricky Seals Jones is so touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. It's, this tight end's so bad. God, it's bad. Yeah, you got to get a touchdown unless you're getting one of the guys that are heavily involved. I don't know that we'll ever see a day where a tight end is deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we we're more year. we're more likely to see a day. Where there's no, there are no good tight ends so rather let, than twelve. Let's just say right now, right now, we'll we'll change history a little bit. Gronk has been better than he is. Ertz and Kelsey have been what they are, so they've been they've been great. Cook has this season that he's having so far. Ebron has the season that he's having so far. There's five good ones. Um, Olsen and Walker don't get hurt. Yeah, they do what they usually do. Rudolph has been pretty good. He scored, I think, in three or four games, right? Um, yes. two, two of four for sure. Two, two of four and then I think like right. a 70 yard game. Or so something. then there's eight guys right there. Then we're about, I think, getting the, if he can, if he can continue to do it. But Vance McDonald starting to build a little bit. Are you going to throw Evan Ingram in there? Evan Ingram doesn't get hurt. Jimmy Grapple doesn't get hurt. We have George Kittle. Like there are good players. Yeah. That, it's that, just a position that doesn't score that many. Well, points no, they, they all got hurt or had injuries happen to them. I mean, you know, right. you, you say you're losing Olsen for the, Olsen for several weeks. Ingram for several weeks, Walker for the season. Those are three, in some cases, it's top, true. top it's five. It's gotten worse, yeah. For um, sure. And then Kittle loses his quarterback, yeah. who we thought was going to have. I mean, you know, Dave was extremely high on George Kittle. Um, Najoku's been bad. It's been frustrating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I saw one of our competitors uh, do a start-sit column where they did not even list the sit tight ends, and they explained it as, what am I telling you? And I, I, I probably should have done the same thing. Who did you listen to tight end? Njoku, Ben Watson. You know, it's it, it's a joke. It really is. It's you know, it's a, in, it's full, in full disclosure. In full disclosure, it's it's just hard to find sit candidates at that position unless they're just guys that you want to avoid. But for this week, there really was no one to avoid. How, do we have that team that shuts down tight ends? Not yet. No. I mean, the Ravens. The, the I guess. Ravens is where. I was but although Vance McDonald had a decent game against them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, tight ends. Pass. Uh, what else is new? Welcome to Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy wait, your wait, weekend. I got the good buys and the bad buys. Got to go by. <laughs> and we'll talk to you on Sunday night to recap week five.